Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. We're on a bit of an asynchronous schedule at the moment, so to save you from being completely podcastless, we're going to be dipping back into the archive for some yesterdays of fun. And today we're going all the way back to 2013 with episode 21, Trumpets and Pop Charts. Not all of you will have heard this, and if you have, we hope you enjoy listening to Jessica having just moved house and me talking about how you can fit breakfast foods in your handbag. Enjoy the show! I'm Jessica, and you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. Hello, hello. Um, Jessica has just attempted to build baffles <laughs> for the sound. Jessica, tell the dear listener what you've done to make some baffles. <laughs> I put some giant bubble wrap on the table, just near the microphone, <laughs> just in the vicinity. <laughs> she hasn't anyway. I thought you were going to kind of put it over us like a little little. Uh... It's not worked in the slightest. We should make a fort. I made a fort the other day out of the fridge box. Oh, why have you got a box for a fridge, Jessica? Well, I needed a fridge short with having no fridge, because uh, there's no fridge in my kitchen. My kitchen? Yeah, my kitchen in my flat, where I've just moved. Hi. Holla. I've come to visit. Um, I've looked in all the cupboards. <laughs> She's had a rummage <laughs> this one. The fridge has lots of pots of water in. I didn't have enough food in it, and they work better when you've got more stuff in it. Yeah, I'm just being um, efficient and... Unsensible. It makes you look like a cereal. <laughs> Just water. Oh, okay, good. And why did you put the food dye in it? <laughs> so this is exciting. Um, hello, welcome from uh, Studio Six. Yep. Also known as my dining room. We're sitting on some lovely dining chairs. We are. This is the first time you've sat at this table. Yes. Yeah. Apart from like, oh, I have a new table. Let me sit at it. I'll take a picture of me at my table. Um, now it, it seems uh, it strikes me as interesting that you've chosen to not sit at this table, <laughs> but to continue sitting at your setup of two camping chairs and a camping table <laughs> with a big yeah. basket underneath it. There's a reason for that. That is, I don't have a sofa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, stay with me. Um, a camping chair is more like a comfy chair than a dining chair is. Mm-hmm. So to watch telly, it's nice to sit in one of those. I've got a cushion. You can, like, you've just been sitting in one. It's definitely comfier. Yeah, you can sort of sink into it. Yeah, have a nice sit down after work. Whereas this is like you should, get a, you should get a beanbag. Um, I could do. Yes. Um, what, just before I left university, they redid the library, and what we really needed was more desks. But they thought, well, we'll put like six desks in. But instead, we'll have like these little chair pods, and also they had beanbags in the corners. But they were these weird beanbags that. And you could sort of flatten out, and they were square-ish shapes. And then they had these weird straps that you tightened, so they sat up like chairs and had little sides to them. And everyone said, what we really needed was some desks, but thanks very much. (laughs) We do want to pretend we're on some kind of futon setup. That sounds like the kind of thing you would put in a primary school and go, oh, isn't this is lovely in the life? It was a bit reading corner. It was a bit trendy. You don't really want that when you're 21. I know. Trying to do, like... Apply for my masters. Uh, I'm just going to sit here in this beanbag. Well, I went to finish my final essay. I had to just finish putting all the images and sort out a couple of last bits of referencing, uh, and there were no desks, so I had to do the final bit of work on my degree, wrestling in a beanbag. But all the straps broke, so it was sort of <laughs> collapsing with me trying to, you know, do some do some quite highbrow work, <laughs> falling out of a beanbag. That sounds like somebody had had a lovely idea. <laughs> It went horribly wrong. And um, everyone else had failed to tell them that that was stupid. Um, so we're in Jessica's flat. You've got yeah. a, you've got camping chairs. You've got an inflatable bed. Um, you've got... But I've jazzed it up. There's like, you know, I've put up sort of cards and stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. To make it homey. You've been here a week? Um, yeah, I, it's, it's a week since... I got my keys 
a week ago Friday, so mm-hmm. like nine days ago. Yeah. Um, and I started moving stuff down. Then I, tomorrow I will have lived here a week. I didn't. I didn't move in straight away because didn't have any furniture. Or, yeah. yeah. So and he has to check it out for ghosts, presumably. Um. Yeah, I had it. You know, I got Ghostbusters around and yeah. Now your cupboard is enormous. So yeah. I mean, you could really you get I mean, Sally from Monsters Inc. in there. It's, it's like. I mean, I, I think I should refer to it as a closet because it's not a cupboard. I mean, you refer to it as a closet. I look into it and I see I love, like a hammock, a spare room, a little room. I mean, Harry Potter would be doing really well for himself if he lived under there. I am genuinely thinking of putting my desk in there to have my sewing machine on. Okay. It's a little sewing room office. You know, or again, a, a, ham- a hammock for a hammock for Rosie, yeah. It's also been your birthday. It was my birthday. It was my birthday the day before I got 48 years old. Yeah. 48 years old. But I sound... Only slightly older. 63, <laughs> she said. No. Did you have a nice birthday? I did. You know, it was a really good present. Uh, was it what I got you? I was going to say the keys to my new house. <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were good. Yeah. Um, um, but my cupcakes were lovely. Yeah, Thank correct. Much. Thank you. Um, got a train in the whole opposite direction. Well done. Um, I mean, it's on the right line. Yeah. And it takes about four minutes. It was literally in all the right lines. Um, yes, but I never... I went to Brixton to go to Miss Cupcake. Rosie's never been to Brixton except to go to the Academy. She had to walk in the opposite direction. And I chose not to stop and take a picture of Electric Avenue. You mean you didn't rock down to Electric Avenue? Oh, I rocked. I rocked very much. I was rocking all over the place. But I thought, I really want to take a picture of that. But then everyone will know what I'm doing. And everyone will be able to look at me and go, we know the punchline. We know what you're doing. You look like a tourist. And I look like a tourist. And I was already bustling, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I'm just here for some vegan cupcakes. Some vegan, uh, just here for some cupcakes. Um, yeah, I've only gone to Brixton to go to the academy when I was about 14 with our dad to go and see uh, Franz Ferdinand. Kind of cheap. I've been to the Brixton Academy loads of times. I've not been in years. Oh, okay. I haven't been to a proper gig in such a depressingly long time. No, neither have I. One of my colleagues went to see someone on uh, Friday at, at Brixton. I was like, oh, where did you go? We went to the Brixton Academy. Amazing. That's in a great venue. Sweaty. <laughs> and teenage flashbacks. She was like, we're seated, but it's actually really good. I was like, yeah. I remember being a teenager. Like, I still have that kind of teenage hangover. No, you don't want to sit down. You want to be standing up right at the front. Like, packed in with everyone else. By the speakers. Yeah. I also had, I've had a fun week, just because I haven't got a flat and had a birthday. Yeah, what have you done recently? I went back to York. Of course you did. Um, which, as regular listeners will know, is uh, my beloved university town. Uh, love it. Is that where they keep the beanbags? Yes, that is where they keep the beanbags. Went and kicked those around a bit. Uh, didn't make it on, oh no, I did, did make it onto campus, that's why I was there. <laughs> uh, went to see a show, uh, what, what my friends were doing. Um, was very good fun. Uh, met up with lots of people. The good thing about uh, returning for this was it was that bit of your table is very sticky and unpleasant. <laughs> We've discussed this before we started recording. Just sort of got you touched it. I thought you're going to be touching the sticky bit. I think where the label was. It wasn't just visiting my friends who were still there, but lots of people who were uh, my contemporaries were returning. Um, we gave out uh, some awards to the to the society uh, for the show. Um, we give them out on pants. Uh, that I had to go and buy in bulk. I'd been in York 10 minutes before I was running around to different shops trying to buy cheap pants in bulk. And I bought normal size ones. And then as I was leaving, I saw, I mean, my... <laughs> I went to take a picture. 
but you could you could put those pants on and be quite happily uh, wearing a bodysuit digging right up to your shoulders. Uh, they were humongously, they're just absurd. And uh, the best thing was it was a three-pack and they were called, they were rosy branded, huge pants, um, which I proudly wafted in the face of all my friends when they arrived. I went to a party today. That's nice. I went to a fancy dress tea party. Is it a birthday party? Or it just is a birthday party. I had a last minute change of costume plans. What was your original costume plan? Flapper. Oh, okay, yeah. With a, a tassely frock. I've got a tassely frock, H&M, £7. Good um, work. But I don't have flapper hair anymore, and I was going to do a weird, like, rolling it up to make it a bob length. And then I thought, oh, I can't bother to do that, but I have many wigs, so I'll wear one of those. And instead I'm going as Alice in Wonderland. Oh my god, we should have got a flamingo. Yeah, I was thinking this. If I had a flamingo, it would have been better, but I've got uh, a white bunny that I've put... Um, a bow tie on. Lovely. You're welcome for that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Jessica offers a choice of uh, electronic white fluffy toy rabbits. Uh, you know, they're none of them, I think it's only the little dogs that do the kind of jumping over thing. These ones just sort of, they sort of snuggle. They sort of hop along the floor and then their noses do a kind of... I had a pig. Squeaky sound. That oinked. You know, if it line them up and race them. And oh my goodness, why did we never do that? I don't know. That one was um, a secret Santa gift from a friend when I was in the sixth form and it has made it all the way around all the tables in my classic class. That's impressive. Like during the middle of the lesson, someone set it off. Not me. Okay. Someone set it off, but our teacher was so entertained he actually helped and he got to the corner and he sort of turned it around and pointed it in the next direction. Excellent. Excellent. It was it was the last lesson of term. It was one of those. Okay. Things. <laughs> I just think in the middle of an in-depth conversation about the Iliad. What's your song? Shut Everybody, I can't. Oh, I was gonna join in and I got it wrong. <laughs> you know, you make me wanna shout. Put your hands up and shout. Gonna run yeah, yeah, stomp yeah. your feet. By the Isley Brothers, not by Lulu. And then that, and it's sort of sampled, not sampled, but you know, used uh, in a song by Save Ferris. Yes. Which appears in Tony's Age about you. Exactly. I have few talents, but sounding like a trumpet is uh, not one of them. I've been listening to a lot of Absolute Radio 60s this week. Oh. Mm. My CD player's broken. And this is annoying because uh, I would really like to wake up to the sound of the Smiths. A good start to the day. Oh, no, it's really good because the first song on the sound of the Smiths, there's a really cool fade up, uh, and then it's got this little harmonica that goes... It's a trumpet. Wow, your harmonica is almost <laughs> as good as your trumpet. And it's quite a, it sounds like the start of a film. It, you can tell why that's the first track on the album, so it's quite a good start to the day. Okay, yeah. Like when you listen to You Can Have It So Much Better by Franz Ferdinand and The Fallen is the first song. <laughs> Not a trumpet, but <laughs> who to say it shouldn't be? Um, what you miss in was Rosie doing the actions for a slight trombone. <laughs> I don't know any instrument. <laughs> that's a piano. <laughs> That's a jump kit. Thank you. Top fives. Top fives. Lovely delay there. Thank you. Topical. Uh, top fives. Yeah. Topical fives. No. Household appliances. Household appliances. <laughs> household appliances. Obviously, Jessica is uh, moving to where? Purchased oh. several household appliances. Um, a fridge. A fridge. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's technically white goods. That's a large appliance. Okay, well, uh, it's my turn to start. Yes. What with it being episode 21. Um, well, I've written Breville. Obviously, by that I mean sandwich toaster. And I mainly did that because I didn't have enough space uh, in the 
bit of Are there brands of sandwich yeah. toaster are available? Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with a sandwich toaster. You can, and we've discussed this when we did our top five sandwich fillings. <laughs> Definitely the best episode yet. <laughs> you can put anything in the sandwich toaster. Oh my God, I just remember the shepherd's pie. Holla shepherd's pie. What, what a terrible incident. Um, oh, it was brilliant. But we don't have many sandwich. We never really have sandwich toast- no, toasted well, sandwiches because somebody will go, oh, it's not for really, me, it's washing. And then, oh, then you have to wash it again. And it's, well, it's that's because our, our sandwich toaster at home is from about 1963. Uh, next up, kettle. Um, you, you mocked me for that because it's too mundane. But like when. It just is. I mean, it's, it's like the classic. It's the one thing. If there was only one thing you'd ever want, I think kettle. I think a duvet. No, we have very different approaches. Oh, I thought you meant just in general. If you only have to have one thing, but who knew that's like, what I wanted? If when you go camping, like if you've got a kettle, it's fine. Then you know when you move house, what's the first thing you get out? Kettle. When you go on holiday, I'll put the kettle. On. No, the first thing you get out when you move house is telly. When you go on holiday, it's what telly can I get? <laughs> you know, if so, if you're like you're happy, yay! Let's let's have a cup of tea. Yeah. Someone's sad, I'll put the kettle on. Um, if you get in, you put the kettle on. When you get up, you put the kettle on. This led to me accidentally leaving a a teapot full of tea to go mouthy over four weeks at the Edinburgh Fringe because uh, because you had tea on the first day. And we had tea, tea on the first. No, some, somebody suffered a mild bereavement, so I didn't know how to cope. So I just made some tea that nobody wanted to drink. <laughs> so I poured out a cup of tea for myself that I eventually threw away. But I had made the tea, and it was the making that was the important bit. But then we completely forgot about it until we were clearing the fat, and we opened it. And I genuinely believe that I developed respiratory problems, and I created black mold that was going to kill us all because it would. I mean, it was like an ecosystem. It was for a good lot. I mean, at least it didn't have milk in it, but it, the tea <laughs> by itself had, had created some wonderful spores. It was rank. Wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'd forgotten that happened. I nearly killed my friends with chemical warfare. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I, I, to be fair, I drink more tea than you do. Uh, well, now, now I have an office job. True. I drink a lot of tea, but we haven't earned. Oh, well, there you go. I probably. Like, I always have a cup of tea while we're recording, and you mock me because it, whenever we do anything, I say, okay, hang on a second, wait for me, I'm just going to make a cup of tea. I say, right, we've got the time limit, and you go, okay, okay, love, I'm just going to make a cup of tea. And then you tell me off when I try and eat cereal during the recording. <laughs> <laughs> because it's crunchy, and we have to keep waiting for you to chew cereal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's not really the cereal's fault <laughs> in that case. Hmm. Uh, next up, sewing machine. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of sewing. And, uh, like making stuff. I don't think that's an appliance. I think it's an appliance. Um, so I've seen some of the things you've got on your list. I'm having sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, mine. I think I think it really shows that somebody one one of us has their own house, and one of us likes the Lakeland catalog. <laughs> and uh, I think you'll be able to guess, dear listener, at the end of this, which way around that is. I think we've we've kind of branched into things you have in the house that are useful and you can plug in. Has it got a three point plug? Has it got a three point plug? Can you do something faintly domestic with it? Yeah. So it's going on the list. Uh, yeah, sewing machine. And I like a project that's um, that has a purpose. Like I don't like craft just for the sake of doing a craft. If it is oh, or like decoupaging an egg or something. Yeah, like what are you going to do with that? Decoupage a chair that you can sit on. If you're going to do some sewing, sew a cushion cover. Or you know, if you want to do a bit of quilting, don't make a thing to hang on the wall. Make a quilt. Um, that's why that jumper I made was so awful because <laughs> not only it was so vile, I can't wear it, which means that it was completely pointless to make so it. Made a decorative, I made a decorative hideous jump jumper. <laughs> right, next up, KitchenAid. Yeah, um, I've never used a KitchenAid, but they're pretty and I covet them. 
So I'm going to, like, for me, like, the, from the practical side of view, I have the knowledge of a Kenwood chef, the appearance of a KitchenAid. You've got to have something you can mix up cake in. And they're so pretty. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> I want one of those diamante-covered ones that, have you seen the picture? I have, yeah. They don't seem practical. Like, how would you want them clean? And last but not least, um, I've just had to add the last two letters to that because I had originally just written toast. Just toast. Toaster. I, lo- I eat a lot of toast. I love toast. And you can toast all sorts of things. Mostly bread products. <laughs> but can you? No, no, no. Do elaborate. Well, I mean, as, as, as famously in this first episode, I accused everyone of not being able to roast potatoes. <laughs> so um, let me tell me what I can toast. A tea cake? You can toast like normal sliced bread. Yeah. You can toast ciabatta. I had ciabatta in my new toast the other day. <laughs> you can put Pop-Tarts in there. Bird's eye potato waffles? No, no. Because they are waffly versatile. They are waffly versatile. I've forgotten that. Um, Pop-Tarts. Yes. Now, I used to have a handbag, <laughs> which... <laughs> Perfectly held. Oh, this is good. <laughs> a pop tart. And because they come in the box, you get four packets of two pop tarts. That's totaling eight pop tarts. What I used to like to do uh, <laughs> of a day was take out one of the little individual baggies of two pop tarts, pop it in my handbag, and just go out. Um, and then halfway through the day, you can just eat a pop tart. I don't really like hot pop tarts. Uh, I definitely prefer them cool. This was the Edinburgh Fringe. Right. The strawberry with ice. pocket inside it, or your <laughs> handbag was Pop-Tart size. No, my, you know, my little brown bag I used right. to have. Perfectly, you could fit my purse, my old phone, and, and then so you could slide. You know how a rucksack perfectly suits? Um, you have a folder slid uh, down the back. Of yeah, or, or a folded up copy of, say, the Saturday Guardian, as I did yesterday. <laughs> The, you could slide a pop tart easily into the back of that bag, and then a bit later, pop it open. You could have one. I mean, they, they snap quite nicely in half. So you'd have half of a cold pop tart throughout the day. You need two two cold pop tarts. What? No, if you could have a, a hot pop tart. No, because then the, I mean, the, the the jam inside a pop tart has two settings: boxed and nuclear. Volcanic. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty. There's no happy medium. But then you get then you get more of a crunch and the ice. Oh, lovely. Oh, also in York, one a wig shop is open. No one told me. Furious. There's one up the road. Uh, number two, they've got one of those U.S. import candy stores. Ah, uh, yes. With all like, the walls the of different pop tarts because we've got like chocolate and strawberry, and they've got like a bowl and escalope. Fantastic. Yeah, and all these weird. Handbag and Jerome, or whatever. Flavour. <laughs> Flavour Pop-Tarts. Yep. Is it my turn? <laughs> okay, number one, washing machine. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, we received delivery of a new washing machine. Having not had a washing machine uh, in over three, three months, I think it was. Is it really that long? Oh, I think so. Our neighbours were very kind to us. Our neighbours were kind to us. Like, I can take washing to work. Jessica takes washing to work. Uh, although, we then broke somebody else's washing machine. Really? Some one of some of these washing machine that we were taking our washing to also broke. Oh, I, I don't think it might have been that. the added pressure of our load. Uh, so anyway, we've got a washing machine, and I had forgotten how wonderful a washing machine is. Uh, yesterday, I did a wool's wash, and I washed something by hand, which technically I could have done without the washing machine. But let's not split hairs. Uh, so I love a washing machine. Um, I got some vomit off some slippers. It was all very good. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, um, I love the Lakeland catalogue. We know. What I love. What I like about the Lakeland catalogue is the number of appliances that 
are only for one purpose that you could do in a multi-purpose thing like an oven. If you've got an oven, yeah. you can make a cake. If you've got a cupcake maker, you can only make cupcakes and only six at a time. I'd like to see see my previous post about the toaster. Yeah, oh, but I do love them. And uh, you think, yes, I would like a whoopie pie machine. And I, we were talking about this at work. Uh, somebody's got a cake pop machine. But apparently they don't come out as spheres. They come out as half spheres and you still have to stick them together, which seems to completely defeat to the make point. a cake. But this is what I posited. Because you def- they run for three-point plug. You could technically just plug them in in the living room. And just have it on the sofa next to you. And if you whack the batter in, you could be watching a DVD, uh, a Disney film perhaps, and then you could just make cupcakes yeah. to order. Ding! And I mean, I'd, I'd suggest putting down on a non-flammable surface. Yes, I think so. Don't just have them on the sofa, on the, on the chair <laughs> next to you. Oh, I mean, unless you've, uh, you've flam-guarded your sofa. No, just just flam the living room. Number three, the hand vacuum. Uh, we've recently taken delivery of one of these at home. And yesterday I hoovered... I hoovered the mantelpiece. I, I don't really like a duster. And also it feels like I'm living in the future. And it's nice because you think, oh, there's a crevasse. Oh, no, a crevice. <laughs> <laughs> don't hoover a crevasse. That's You'll be there for always. <laughs> the dust, let me tell you. So I, I've hoovered some crevices. I keep all of my makeup, I don't know about you, in uh, royal memorabilia China. So uh, my hairbrushes are in there. And the hairbrush teapot had got a little dusty. So I took all the hairbrushes out and just stuck the front of the hoover in it. Whooshed it around. Jobs are good at um, I, I hoovered my drum kit the other day. Exactly. The next choice is the uh, one pot cooking affair. In Lakeland, you can get loads of like pressure cookers, steam cookers, soup makers, and you just put it in and then you don't need an oven, I'm told. And then you can have, basically they look really good and then healthy and then they like you steam some carrots and Brilliant. you steam some salmon. At the f- um, could you apply a, a slow cooker to this yeah. category? Anything. Crock pots. Yeah. Uh, finally, a steam cleaner. I've never used one. I've never used most of the things I've listed. I have used a washing machine. I really like cleaning things and organising things, tidying, and I just really like the idea of having a really dirty wall, then having some steam and gaining a really clean wall. Or grouting. Grouting. I think so anything with... Paving. Not, yeah, you want something with, like, corners or... Uh, like edges. Nooks, nooks, yeah, edges and, like, nooks and crannies. <laughs> crevasses. Crevasses on them. Also, steam cleaner, I think, and in that same category, pressure washer. Yeah, where you can, uh, maybe you've got a dirty wall and you can write your name in it. Yes. <laughs> Honourable mentions. Mr. Frosty's so much fun, he makes treats for everyone. Yum. Mm, never used one of them. No, neither have I. We, we just remembered their existence. It's the kind of thing that most people have never used, uh, but, but everyone knows about. And they, probably, probably everyone has one friend who had a Mr. Frosty. God, I just remember my flatmate bought a Mr. Frosty when we were in first year. I never used it, but I do remember her having bits of Mr. Frosty sort of... Well, it comes with, like, you know, little spoons and cones and... Different hats. <laughs> you know, it comes with lots of bits and bits and bobs. Okay. I'd forgotten that and obviously tried to block it from my mind. So, yeah. Um, um, along yeah. a similar vein. Them ducks what make popcorn, I've written here. Yeah, you get them in the Argos catalogue. I think you lift up their head, fill it full of kernels... And then its mouth is huge. It's beak, big beak, like uh, like one of those massive hair dryers from the nineties. Duck shaped hair dryers. Yeah, and they sort of, and then they basically vomit out loads of popcorn. You just put a bowl underneath its face. Puked <laughs> popcorn. It doesn't have a little sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> a, a really distressed duck. Vitamix. Yes, I briefly very fancy blender. Briefly worked. Other fancy blenders are available in a uh, an organic grocery store. Uh, and they do um, smoothies, <laughs> and uh, and they had one of these blenders where you, st- if somebody wants apple juice, 
put the whole apple in and it makes a horrible noise like Mr. Frosty's death throes. <laughs> and then the next thing you know is you've just got an, all of it has been juiced. And then there's at the no, end of the day, there's, there's a, very little pulp. There's a, bit, a little bit of pulp, but almost entirely it's just clear juice. You can make soup in those as well. They heat things up. Weird, though. It is a bit weird. Hot veg and juice. Apparently it makes it very quickly, so I'm thinking it's just Boiled. hot puree. <laughs> I mean, that sort of is what soup is. Yes. But um, when you cook it, it doesn't feel like... But it's, it's I, hot as opposed I to... I juice some carrots and now I've, mi- I've microwaved yeah. it. When you make soup, they, they become sort of... They break up, they break apart because you've cooked them. Yeah. Whereas when you make it with the... You crush it. You crush them into liquid oh, yeah. and then you heat it. Ugh, it's the wrong way around. It's a, yes, exactly. Uh, George Foreman Grill. Solely so you can make jokes about the George Formby Grill. Of course. I think anyone who, who decides to switch careers to be mainly known for appliances that heat meat <laughs> should be commended. And a microwave. A humble microwave. We don't have a microwave at home. I have a microwave. Jessica now has a microwave. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Rosie, what's your song? Love Shack by the B-52s. Woo! Funky Little Shack. Funky, Funky Little, little Shack. Little Lampard. Neil Lampard. Um, Nothing. Not a thing. Tumbleweed. Ah, Sit down and shut the folk up. Oh. Jessica, you have selected this week's uh, recurring folk. I have, yes. Um, Occasional feature. That's the one. Um, I've selected Rambling Boy. uh, And I've gone for the version by Sandy Denny. Snack of the day. Snack of the day. That's never had a jingle before. That's really exciting. Oh, I know. Um, popcorn. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? I've just eaten so much it hurts. At one point, uh, our mum thought I was allergic to popcorn. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Because I had a tendency to go to the cinema with popcorn and feel sick slash actually be sick. It's not allergy to popcorn. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> Rosie just has a, has I a just, problem. I can't stop eating it. If you put popcorn in front of me, I sort of start troughing like a pig. I have a real problem with not... You can't stop. It's so easy. And also, it, like, I like a food... It's the only food you can actually physically cram into your and it's face. So, it's, oh. so, it's light as air, so you don't feel like you're holding anything in your hands, so you get a full handful. Yeah. Like just taking one piece, you're like, well, I haven't got anything. I mean, I need to go back. Yeah. Yeah, and you've always eaten them by the time the trailers have finished and the film hasn't even started yet. We have to have rules where we're not allowed to eat it during the trailers. Yeah, but occasionally someone will just sneak on and go, last bit, last bit. <laughs> no, this is the last bit. Never works. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Hey! <laughs> Disney have a new shot online called Paper Man, which I believe is before showings of Wreck-It Ralph. I think that's correct. And it's Oscar-nominated, I think, as well. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Someone had um, linked to it. I think it was unscathingly brilliant. Um, Anyway, so it's a little short, but I haven't got around to watching it yet because I was was trying to do other things at the same time and I forgot. It combines uh, traditional hand-drawn animation with computer animation really well, and it's very sweet. Cool. Um, I have written here, Tyra teaches Larry King to smise. I mean, there are so many words there that you would need to (laughs) to explain. Tyra Banks, uh, model and... Um, entrepreneur, entrepreneur and uh, uh, cultural icon at Tyra, Tyra. Um, 
Um, tyra mail <laughs> I like an early cycles of America's Next Top Model where they've sort of just like the internet's just taking off so originally tyra mail would be like a letter and then in about cycle three it's like oh my god there's a, a letter on the screen oh my god it's tyra email I'm sure it's just an envelope propped against something in the, <laughs> on a coffee table under somewhere. a mat like someone go oh hang on we found this from Paul Bailey um, she has a technique that she calls smizing which is smiling with your eyes um, but not your not, face not your face Dead in the rest of the face, just the eyes. It's like the opposite of a Botox rictus brain. Um, anyway, she was there, there's a clip of her on YouTube te- teaching Larry King how to how to smize. It's just quite entertaining. Yeah. And um, also Tom Fletcher's groom speech. Uh, he is in the band McFly, and his groom speech from his wedding was about 14 minutes long. Um, he he sort of opens it with saying, "I'm not very good at public speaking. I didn't I didn't know quite how to approach this, but I thought, well, I." I know it's something that I'm good at, and that's obviously singing and writing songs. So he's rewritten a whole load of of McFly songs as his wedding speech to sort of thank everyone and you know do toasts and stuff. And it's it's very well done. It's quite sweet. Oh, so yeah, that's that's fun. Well, thank you for having me in your new home. You're very welcome. Um, we are going to work out how we can keep doing this with you selfishly leaving, but no no bother. Uh, yeah, Bartha. We will be back in some time. Bye. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon.